listening to the Long Overdue podcast coming from Decatur, Texas at Decatur Public Library. And we are here today with a somewhat new crew. If you've been listening, you notice that we we have a new crew. Uh, so it's me and Denise. Hi. I'm Dawn. Did I say that? Okay. And we have Brandon. Hi. So we're talking about haunted hotels. Yay! <laughs> it's exciting. It's it is exciting. exciting. <laughs> you know, it keeps you on your toes and you know make you jump out of your seat, right? I mean, the first thing I think of when I think of haunted hotels is uh, The Shining. Yes, I've got some information on that. Very disappointed about <laughs> the lack of information. <laughs> so. Since you mentioned The Shining, mm-hmm. you know, we might as well just get that yeah. off the table. Okay. If you wanted to stay at that hotel, the cheapest room is $319. But they also, and that's like for a queen room, okay, two mm-hmm. people. They also have a residence at the hotel, which is probably what they showed in the movie. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, it's creepy. <laughs> Okay. Make room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, and the residences are $799. I was very disappointed, though. Okay, so Stephen King in 1974 stayed at this hotel. Mm-hmm. He stayed in room 217. And whatever happened in that room, they said, inspired him to write The Shining. But the description says... The 107-year-old history has been relatively uneventful, but gained reputation for paranormal activity by the 1970s. Okay. Well, that's like... Did they renovate? Because that's usually when all the spooky stuff starts happening. Like, when do people die there or whatever, but the second you start messing around and building walls or whatever, then they get all spooked off something else. I looked at a different hotel and something happened in the 70s. So maybe... Oh, maybe this is the 70s? 70s. <laughs> All the drugs. <laughs> Whatever happened, I'm not saying. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I was, I was a little disappointed. I mean, I like The Shining. Mm-hmm. And I even liked the remake of The Shining. Right? There was two well, they did the the movie with Jack Nicholson, uh-huh. and then there was uh, like a was it like a sci fi miniseries thing that they yes. did. Yes, and then they just came out with the sequel, Doctor Sleep. Okay, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one either. Okay, so the other two, I really I enjoyed. I mean, mm-hmm. they were pretty creepy. Yeah, uh, and very similar. I mean, you know, yeah, updated, but. Uh, but yeah, okay, so I actually have been at that hotel. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, a couple years ago, we were on vacation, and I'm like, we are in Colorado. I mean, we're right here. We got to go. Yeah. And so we drove up there, and I'm like, let's go in. And everybody's like, no. <laughs> My son was like, no, I don't want to go in. <laughs> I'm like, just to look. We're not going to stay. I mean, let's just go look. And they didn't want to go. So it's like, <laughs> All right, well, we got to see the outside, and we pulled in the parking lot and turned around. So that's as close as I got. <laughs> I don't know if there's any ghosts there or not, but it must have looked creepy enough. Yeah. didn't want to even go in. Yeah. So. So that's my two cents on the Stanley Hotel in Colorado. <laughs> Estes Park. Oh, let me just say, it's right in town. Okay, so the movie has it like oh, yeah, way, like, oh, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's in town. I mean, like, <laughs> so much traffic around there. It was ridiculous. Um, and I was very disappointed with Estes Park. I mean, you hear all this stuff about how great it is. Uh-huh. It's very disappointed. <laughs> it's very touristy. Well. Which makes sense. Yeah. But... So... Doctor Sleep is a 2019 American supernatural horror film. Mm-hmm. Based so, on the book. Yeah. So, based on the 
Oh, which, that's right. He did do the Doctor Sleep. Didn't Doctor he? Sleep. Yeah, he wrote a sequel for it. Oh, so so his book, his second book, is uh, Doctor Sleep. Mm -hmm. And so that's Danny grown up. Oh. Oh, I have not read that one. You know, I kind of got out of spooky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to read The Shining again before reading Doctor Sleep, but it's kind of hard to find a copy of The Shining. Oh, really? <laughs> so I was just kind of like, yeah, all right. That's probably true. Hmm. So you just had to jump into Dr. Sleep. That's why I haven't read it. Oh. I wanted to read The Shining again. Mm -hmm. And then read Dr. Sleep. Got it. I might have a copy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I want to see what so I can do. Find. I am not going to donate it to the library. No. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't want it to disappear. All right. What else? You got something else? So... I did a little research on the Magnolia Hotel in Seguin. Is that how it's pronounced? Seguin? 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 Maybe? I think that's right. Okay. I think it's Seguin. <laughs> <laughs> pronounced exactly how it does not look. <laughs> Seguin. Texas. Um, and I watched a couple of, so a ton of ghosts hunting shows have been through there so there's tons of episodes of all oh. kinds of things mm -hmm. um, but my favorite one is called ghost brothers yes that show oh um and they they went and did a little little episode mm -hmm. and it was really funny um and i have a little video that the owners recently put out there so the way they have it um, they renovated in, I got a bunch of history, in 2012, oh. it was placed on the Texas most endangered list because they had been sitting there forever mm -hmm. and nothing much was going on. And then 2013, Erin and her husband, Erin Getty bought the hotel okay and renovated it first off 13 2013 2013 that is an omen right there <laughs> oh yeah why why no 2013 why? well because it's like dang it's like superstitious oh 13 is a superstitious number they don't have a 13 oh i hate that mm -hmm. they don't have a room 13 do they have like a room 213 or like anything? I don't think they have the room 13 at all. No. I'm going to have to look again on that. That's interesting. Hmm. But yes, because people don't stay in those rooms. So why have it? Hmm. If you get room 12, uh, room, yeah, 12 or 14, like get on the 12th or 14th floor. <laughs> Move to a different one. Uh, yeah. I mean, if I'm on the 12 or 14th floor of a place, uh, that's a big place. It's bigger than I normally stay at. So. <laughs> well, that's true for me too. However, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Good idea. Just count. I mean, there's a room 13 <laughs> or a floor 13 somewhere. But you just don't think about it. I have been told, sorry, go ahead, you were going to say something. I was, I was just going to say Friday the 13th is the only 13th that I know that's yeah. no way Yeah, see, superstitious, see, yeah. It was almost Friday the 13th last, last, last week, week before last, it was almost, it was oh. like Friday, Friday the, <laughs> what was it? I don't think anybody worries. It was the 12th or the 14th. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't think anybody worries about Thursday yeah, the 13th. Yeah, it was oh, definitely, good. it was Friday the 14th. <laughs> Which is really interesting. We don't think about the 13th day of the month unless it's on a Friday. Right. That's funny. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, yeah. So there was a bunch of research and history done for the Magnolia Hotel. It began as a two-room log cabin built in 1840 okay. by James Campbell, who was one of the original Texas Rangers. Ooh. Um, and let's 
see, he had a huge basement built under the log cabin that was used as an Indian raid shelter and jail. So that's what they were constantly worried about. Oh, so the, if there was an Indian raid, mm -hmm. they would go in the basement. Yeah. So like a storm shelter, but for... So like the Indians mm -hmm. couldn't get inside? And <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. But yes, he built a little shelter under his cabin. Okay. I guess a original doom, doomsday prepper. <laughs> That's great. Uh, the jail would be labeled the worst jail in all of Texas. Hmm. Which, yeah, I could see that. Uh, Do they have any famous people who stayed there at the jail? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. Just the worst jail in all of Texas. He okay, so Ranger Campbell participated in the bloody battle of the Council House fight in San Antonio. So then he was charged there by Comanche seeking revenge. Oh, all of this comes from the Magnolia Hotel website. Okay. By the way, these are not my words. Okay. If uh, you haven't been listening to this podcast, this does not sound like me at all. <laughs> <laughs> A few weeks later, he was brutally murdered by Comanches. He was stabbed 27 times, scalped, robbed of his horse, and left him for dead. Which I'm pretty sure he was dead. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> When his fellow Texas Rangers went looking for him, they found his mutilated body and buried him in an unmarked grave. Why? I, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> like, that look on your face. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, no. Uh, not far from his cabin. His cabin was later sold to a savvy businessman, Joseph F. Johnson. The cabin was transformed into Seguin's first and only stagecoach station and added the original three-room Lime Crete Magnolia Hotel in the rear. So Lime Crete is a thing. I didn't know what it was. That's a thing. It's not concrete. It's maybe lime. lime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, lime. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it smells nice. Mm. Glad we were all on the same page. <laughs> right. John Park. John Park was a chemist and a doctor who exper experimented with concrete after moving to Seguin in 1846. So he basically invented the whole lime creek. Okay, which is hmm. interesting because we don't know anything about lime mm -hmm. creeks now, so it must not have took off. Were any limes harmed in the making of this concrete? Um, probably. <laughs> I don't know for sure. The, the Wikipedia article did not really elaborate on this, but somebody needs to update Wikipedia. Yeah, <laughs> we need to, we need to know. Um, but yeah. So let's see. What lime creed is a mixture of natural hydraulic lime and sharp sand. Yeah. What's natural hydraulic lime? I feel like lime is something else other than limes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> Alex is learning today. <laughs> okay, I think I got distracted by limes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you need a drink to go with that? <laughs> Okay, so the hotel would become Seguin's first and now oldest hotel. In 1846, it was sold to the very wealthy man, Jeremiah Strother Calvert, who was a descendant of Lord Baltimore, which I don't know who that is. Sounds fancy, though. Yes. I don't know who Lord Baltimore is. And uh, I wonder if he <laughs> lived in Baltimore. <laughs> Sorry, I guess I'm going to move on. <laughs> One of Calvert's many positions was the Chief Justice of Seguin and held numerous weddings in the original Magnolia Hotel, including his own daughters, Susan Calvert, who married the famous, all caps, famous mm -hmm. Texas Ranger, Captain John Jack Coffee Hayes. 
Okay. Have you heard of him? <laughs> no. <laughs> but he is all caps famous. <laughs> uh, in 1850, Dr. William Sims Reed and William Carpenter, William William, uh, would become the next owners of the property. It was during this time the wood-framed middle section of the hotel was added. It combined all three buildings, transforming it into the king's largest and most elegant hotel. Reed and Carpenter experienced a frantic Indian raid on July 4th, 1855, where three men were kidnapped. The panicked women and children were forced to scramble and hide inside the dark, damp Indian raid shelter. While the rangers set off to kill the Indians and rescue the kidnapped men, the women and children in the shelter made bullets and sharpened knives to pass the frightening moment. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. I mean, it was 1855. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they had the supplies to do that. Yeah. In 1859, a banker named Thomas Dickey Johnston purchased the Magnolia Hotel. He was known as the Colonel, for he had earned his title during the Battle of San Jacinto. He and his wife, Catherine, Kinnerly Calvert ran the hotel along with their plantation. It was a thriving hotel even during the Civil War. After the colonel died from a heart attack inside the hotel's restaurant, Catherine ran the hotel until her own death. In the hotel? Did he die in the hotel? Like no, I don't know if she died in the hotel or not. He did. Oh. He, he died. He did, died all the, did all the people die, all the women and children who made the knives and bullets? I don't think so. Okay. It didn't say that they did. Okay. Oh, this doesn't sound very haunting. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Thinking. Well, what's his name was buried near the cabin. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um. And I don't know what happened to those three men that were kidnapped. I'm gonna go say we're dead. <laughs> but but were they close enough to, come <laughs> to, back to and haunt? Us? Yeah. Okay. The hotel's website. Mm-hmm. This is a very colorful history they got going on. Like, yes, it is lacking in some details. <laughs> During 1874, the Magnolia Hotel was known as the inn that housed New Braunfels' most heinous murderer. After checking into the Magnolia Hotel, a man rode his horse to New Braunfels and attempted to rob a local pharmacy. When nothing was found, he crept to the back of the building where the pharmacist's family lived. The robber could see gold jewelry lying on the end table, then sneaked inside to steal it. A female family friend, Helen, was staying the night and heard noise that woke her. The robber quickly slashed the eyes of the woman with a hatchet Ooh. so that he could not be identified. He didn't kill her. He blinded her with a hatchet. Wow. Then he stepped over to the sleeping 12-year-old girl, Emma, which why? Uh-huh. And struck her head, killing her. So he killed the 12-year-old girl, but blinded the woman. Then that doesn't he... make any sense. Okay, so if if he hit her so that her eyes yeah, were... Flashed okay. her with the, the yeah. hatchet, yeah. Uh, I can't believe she was silent this whole time not to wake the 12-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. So how can they say she was still sleeping and he, that he knocked her out? Mm-hmm. Okay, poke your holes in the story. Yes. <laughs> Uh, then he rode back to the hotel and calmly crawled into his bed. With no eyewitnesses or physical proof, the husband of the woman blinded, William, was arrested, convicted, and later murdered by the 12-year-old child's father. What? Okay. Yeah. So the family friend that was staying there got blinded. Okay. Slashed eyes, hatchet. Uh-huh. Um, and since no one knew who it was, they blamed her husband. Oh. And he was convicted. And then the father of the 12-year-old girl uh-huh. that had been killed murdered that guy. Because he thought that he had killed his daughter. The father. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Four years later, the actual murderer confessed to his crime on his deathbed. That's horrible. Yeah. All those innocent people got hurt because of that dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, did they hang him? No, he no, he said that he confessed on his deathbed. Oh, on oh, his deathbed? Yeah. Wow. He had to get it off his chest before he died. 
just one time. Mm -hmm. By the beginning of 1900, the hotel was beginning to fade its fame. It became a boarding house, a lodge for a secret male society club, then closed to the public. Again. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I would like more about a secret male society club. <laughs> okay. In the 1930s, the building was purchased by the Lanham couple and they remodeled the hotel. They turned the 10-room hotel on the second floor into four apartments. The bottom floor was made into their home. After the couple passed away in the late 1990s, the building was left as an inheritance to their descendants. Sadly, it was abandoned, left empty, unlocked, making it available to undesirables. Well, duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In 2012, it was placed on Texas Most Endangered List by the Texas Preservation. After seeing a video about the hotel's destined demise on March 13, 2013, it was rescued by the Gettys, wishing to restore the hotel to its original 1850s heyday. During their restoration, the building exploded with paranormal activity, causing the loss of contractors and bringing the restoration to a halt. The owners refused to allow the spirits to stop their progress, and have grown to coexist with the numerous spirits that still reside within the building's walls. With the assistance of a well-known Texas psychic, again, no name, <laughs> and the owner's ability to communicate with the spirits, Ooh. along with her knowledge of history research, 13 spirits have been identified. 13, Don. Yeah, this, this started in 2013, too. Oh, <laughs> Yes, okay. Um, keep going. Now the Magnolia Hotel has become extremely sought after by paranormal researchers, investigators, and TV shows. And it's true. A lot of people have gone to do shows. So what do they say in the Ghost Brothers So the show? Ghost Brothers, I love the Ghost Brothers. Y'all look up Ghost Brothers. It's the best show. Do not watch Ghost Adventures. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know my feelings about Ghost Adventures. <laughs> um, and I could sit here and drag them for hours. But the Ghost Brothers are three best friends mm -hmm. that uh, I think right now on the Travel Channel, they have a show where people uh, tell them, like, you know, their house is haunted or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so they go and stay there for the weekend. Like, so the people leave and they stay there for the weekend to see if they can catch any paranormal activity. Uh -huh. uh, their first season, they were basically just a regular ghost hunting show where they would go to places and so on. Okay. Um, in the one of the clips that I saw for this episode, um, I guess at some point it was used as a brothel type situation. Okay. And one of the guys at Stanley, I think it was, mm -hmm. was doing, you know, like he's got his little recorder out and he's asking questions and his questions are like, do you prefer, prefer to be called a lady of the night or a working girl? <laughs> like, like that. Like just uh -huh. kind of, kind of being funny. And then he leaves her a dollar. At the end of that, he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. That was a lot of money back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, um, you just took out some cash and you had a 10 right there, <laughs> but you left her a dollar. Okay. She doesn't know. And she did anyway. But so they have it to where you can. Stay as a overnight guest. There's only four guests allowed um, in the newly restored single suite apartment on the second floor, and you have access to five rooms: a living room, two bedrooms, kitchen, and bathroom. And the five rooms were part of the original 1850 10-room hotel. And then, because if you recall, I mentioned how the restoration was halted by the ghost. Mm -hmm. So they have. Like, they haven't finished. So you can go in there and, you know, go around doing your own 
skeletons after these men. I wonder what would happen then if you grabbed a two by four and some nails and a hammer and started to do <laughs> some work. What they would do to run that anybody? <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah. How much is it to stay there? Um. Mm, that I don't know. What's what's it called? Magnolia, Magnolia Hotel in Seguin, Texas. Seguin. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Seguin. <laughs> so one of the things, um, the first thing that happened in that Ghost Brothers episode was as they're getting there, one of them, uh, Marcus, starts to get really like lightheaded and dizzy and so on, and he ends up in the hospital. Okay. And then he comes back by the evening to, you know, do some, some ghost hunting. One of the comments on the video, because we're watching this on YouTube, one of the comments was like, uh, Marcus is probably allergic to horses. The same thing happened to me. And I'm like, mystery <laughs> solved. He's allergic to horses. <laughs> Not ghosts. You're just allergic Maybe to horses. Maybe it was a ghost horse. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like. Those are real. I was like, was he near a, was he near a horse? I was so uh, it's two hundred and forty nine dollars a night okay. on Airbnb, and it has four point nine five stars. Ooh! And wow! Four hundred four hundred three reviews. So that's not it's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen anything with a review that high. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I read some of the reviews that were on their website. Were they ghosty reviews or were they some were yeah yeah. some were saying you know that it was beautiful uh alondra from fountain valley california says this is the real deal we had one skeptic in the group and he is still in shock we caught a great we caught a great evidence (laughs) the skeptic had to leave the building at 2 30 a.m due to an an overwhelming sensation of uneasiness, extreme headache, etc. Once you stepped outside, everything went away. Go figure. I rarely get spooked, but this hotel did the job. High energy, all caps. High energy in the murderer's room. Hmm. I don't know. I'm intrigued, but I don't know if I could go. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> Not for two forty nine a night. <laughs> That's what Brandon's afraid. Oh, yeah, he's all like $249. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it said tours. Do you have to yeah. stay there to get a tour, or can you just go get a tour? I think you can just get a tour. Okay. How much are the tours? It might be free. It says, uh, "Come take a walk with the spirits, guided evening ghost tour." It's a two-hour tour. I can't believe anything is free in this world. Yeah, except for the Sweet Corn Festival. Um, <laughs> oh wait, no. I just I just rolled a little bit further down. Yeah, I'm like. Mm. Hey, you got to purchase a ticket. Although it doesn't say price. I'm looking. Hmm. So would you go? Would I go? Uh-huh. Yeah. So and where exactly is Seguin again? It's uh four hours away, a little bit past Austin, going south. Okay. So you said New Bronzeville, so out in that general. Mm-hmm. There's a book too, Mysteries at the Mag- of the Magnolia Hotel. Probably a lot. Yeah, they do not have prices for those tours. Up on their website at least. Huh. Uh, well, it's too late now, but I could have given them a call and asked them. I'm sure they would love to tell me their prices over the phone. <laughs> the ghosts? Yeah. Because <laughs> the ghosts are the ones that actually get the tour. And answer the phone. Answer the phone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that answer the phone. Okay. Did you see it? I did. <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> Taking a ball or pushing a ball. Mm-hmm. That's also innocent. The ball moves all by itself. And then it rolls over by the chair. And there it is! The shadow! What are these things down here? 
They are these electromagnetic. These like little electromagnetic uh, readers, and they're supposed to make it to where like the screen communicate and have an electromagnetic field or whatever. So let me just say, that ghost is so much better than any image we've received of Bigfoot. That's <laughs> true. Here, Alex. Yeah. Oh, oh, this thing. Oh, okay. Here, watch the ball. Hmm. Oh, Alex, really? Brandon, whatever your name is. We <laughs> <laughs> were calling you today. <laughs> that was not a very good expression. I've oh, seen. You didn't jump. No, I've He's seen ghosts before. That's not the thing. What a deal. Oh, I watched Paranormal Activity, so, yeah. so this is this isn't that bad. No biggie. Well, I've never seen something like that. That's pretty good. It is pretty cool. Yeah, more evidence there than anything I've seen. There was like Yetis and Sasquatch. Mm -hmm. But they're always blurry. Didn't you know that? Always blurry. They're blurry, and they're all the way down there. You can't hardly see them. And they're like, you see that black dot? Blurry. That <laughs> is what they say. Anyway. I like it. I, I mean, yeah, it was good. I, yeah. I'm curious. But, you know, there's a, a part of me, first of all, the things people can do with mm -hmm. graphics and computer stuff anymore is ridiculous. So it's hard to know if it's like real mm -hmm. but even if you're there there's so many th ways that people can get mm -hmm. things to move like magnetically and yeah whatever it would be hard to know if it was true then mm -hmm. even if you saw it unless you had that feeling and your hair stand up on end no <laughs> what do you think was it real denise um it looked really grainy to me so <laughs> <laughs> like it's hard to fake something to look that real <laughs> that really grainy um bad video <laughs> look <laughs> you can usually be like wait yeah what year was that i recorded in 2021 uh and what were they using oh have you not oh that's a just a security camera like security I mean, cameras are oh it's still still not that bad but why was the electric magnetic things there? I mean, that would make it seem like they were there watching it. Mm -hmm. But then it just was the security camera that picked it up. Mm -hmm. Well, and if you're out there ghost hunting and so on, I mean, I would use their security cameras too. Yeah. Hmm. I'd bring my own better camera. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'll catch them for sure. <laughs> Well, well, when you do, I want to see that picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and their whole thing is, this is a haunted hotel. Uh -huh. I mean, I would be putting electromagnetic readers all over the freaking place. Yeah. And then be like, go check out my security footage. Yes. Especially and if you're trying to get people to come to a tour that has no price tag. <laughs> right. And that magnet that's underneath the floor that mm -hmm. they're somehow figuring out how to move to move that ball. That's just my theory. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon looking at me like, it's true, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about, magnets? <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, I can just imagine the pictures I take in the future of ghosts, and it's just nice at 4K resolution, and then just grainy part. And I'm like, that's it, right? There. You see that grainy part? It okay. does that to the camera, yeah, not me. It does. Yeah. yeah. They just take the energy right out. Oh, Don't and... You know that's why batteries go dead, like, right when you're capturing paranormal activity. That's why. And, I am such a newbie. And as a side note, um, Stephen King's The Shining is uh, set for audiobook and ebook on our North Texas Libraries when we go. In case you want to read that. Okay, good. Audio. I like doing ebooks. I mean, I love ebooks, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, some of the things that I looked at were across the country nothing oh. specifically here in texas but i did find some things so these were hotels that you can stay at 
But even the hotel didn't come up. It wasn't one of the, well, this was the top 20. I don't know what they categorized that. Yeah. But probably just more well-known. Um, so the Stanley Hotel, mm-hmm. obviously. And then they have the Hotel Chelsea. This is the one that had the murder uh, in the 70s. So there was a rocker, music rocker, <laughs> not a rocking chair. And his name was Sid. I don't know. It looks like Vicious. Yes. Sid is vicious. that really how you say it? Uh-huh. Really? Okay. Yeah, Sid Vicious on the Sex Pistols? Oh, see, yeah. We know all about him. So, <laughs> oh. I mean, they talked about, you know, how they he met his girlfriend, Nancy Spungen. Mm-hmm. And she was from the States, and he was from London, and they met, and they were the Bonnie and Clyde of the rocking, (laughs) (laughs) the music, rock music industry, I don't know. Uh, But she died after a party, Mm -hmm. and then he was blamed for it, and they put him in jail. Uh, because he was high and he was walking all over saying, I killed her, I killed her. Okay, so, you know, he said it. He confessed mm-hmm. in a drug stupor. <laughs> um, so that was room 100 of that hotel. And she died in 1978. And then he killed himself. So, I don't think he was, I mean, he wasn't in the hotel when he killed himself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's the only reason why. It's haunted, but I I just keep thinking about that movie, and you're going to know what it is. The, the movie, I don't know the name of it. It's just so funny. I can describe everything about it, <laughs> and Denise is going to go, oh, yeah, and this person died in it, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, it was the hotel, and he's a ghost hunter, whatever. He's a, he's a writer. He's an author, and he goes and stays in these hotels, and he writes about them. And then he, he's like, goes to this one hotel in New York, and he wants to stay in this one room that they don't let anybody stay in. Yeah, yeah, with John Cusack. John Cusack, that is. And then who was the, the guy that wouldn't let him stay? Uh, was it Morgan Freeman? Yes. Yeah. Was See? room... Is it 219? Or 17? Mm, I want to say it was like 14 something. Oh, that's right. That movie creeped me out. Have you seen it? 1408. 1408. Oh, and it was Samuel L. Jackson, not Morgan Freeman. Okay. Yeah, there's a difference between them two. Yes, yes, there is. Have you seen it? Uh, Samuel L. Jackson, yeah, I've seen him. The 1408. No. It's fantastic. It's freaky. I can't, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the mm-hmm. one that freaks me out. You can't get out of it. You can't get out. <laughs> yeah. You think you are, but you're it, not. Yes. <laughs> no promise of the movie is in Oh, spoiler, I guess. Yes. But I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, <laughs> like, um, the whole premise of it is that it makes you commit suicide. Mm. So. But really, I mean, he's just... He thinks he gets out of there, and he doesn't get out of there. Mm-hmm. There's only okay. one way out. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That's what I think about when I think about a haunted New York hotel. Okay. <laughs> so when they were talking about this rocker, you know, I was like, this is very anticlimactic. <laughs> I mean, no, I yeah. want the big stuff. And this was not big stuff. Okay. And then they've got the Bourbon Orleans Hotel, mm-hmm. and they've got a, a Confederate soldier who only haunts the third and sixth floors. Hmm. Children and women from the convent days, and a dancer who once performed at the theater. So it was a theater, mm-hmm. and then it became a convent, and then it became the hotel. Wow. Yeah. That's so I wonder if the, the dancer dances. <laughs> oh, what a question. <laughs> there we go. Tell me what does she do? 
Yeah. Hmm. And are the children, are they good ghosts? Oh, no. All these questions are just in my head. Um, Charleston, of course. I mean, that's a old, mm-hmm. well, in New Orleans, too. I mean, it's just a really old community. Um, they've got the Battery Carriage House in South Carolina. There's a headless spirit that haunts room eight. Specifically room eight? Yes. This is good. An entire congregation in room three. (laughs) What? (laughs) That's what it says. And a gentlemanly apparition in room 10. Oh. Oh, where are the stories behind these? (laughs) I know. And that's what I was like really disappointed about. You know, they give me the list. Okay, great. I can stay there. I want the dirt. Right. Don't just tell me blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean. Why is a congregation uh-huh. in one room? How do they fit? They didn't all stay in that room. They did not. Hmm. Was it like a cult situation? Maybe. And it's supposed to be Charleston's most haunted inn. Oh. <laughs> And it's most romantic bed and breakfast. <laughs> because the lady gets scared. Oh, I'm so <laughs> Oh, sorry. We like that. Okay, I gotta do more research on that. <laughs> but the Driscoll Hotel in Austin. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that one? Uh-huh. Oh, you haven't? No. For some reason, I thought that there was something in Weather, not Weatherford, South, down by Ennis. Oh, is it Mineral Wells? No. Original Falls? Farther south, but. Because there's a hotel, like the Baker Hotel. I keep keep saying we should go to that one because that's actually a little more, (laughs) a little more doable. Mineral Wells, the Baker Hotel and Spa, Mineral Wells. But Mineral Wells is out west, and this is south. Mm. And we're thinking of two very different haunted hotels. (laughs) (laughs) More southern than what? Waxahachie. Oh, okay. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna. I just started looking. Pulled up a map. I was gonna start naming places south of Weatherford. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so for some reason I was thinking it's Waxahachie, but maybe it's not. Anyway, but yeah, those are a lot closer that we could we could go to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the Driscoll Hotel in Austin says was founded in 1886 by Civil War Colonel Jesse Driscoll. And so he haunts it. Room 525 is considered to be one of the spaces with the most paranormal activity. Two brides reportedly committed suicide in the room 20 years ago. Wow. Okay, so just find out those dates mm-hmm. and then don't stay there on the <laughs> anniversary. Stay there. <laughs> Not on the anniversary or in that room. Okay. And then... Have you heard of the Emily Morgan Hotel in San Antonio? Mm-mm. It's a really cool picture of a hotel. It's like on a corner, and it's like the like the triangle. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. It used to be a medical arts facility with doctor's offices, hospital, and a morgue. The 12th and 14th floors, which the 14th floor was the site of the crematorium, Mm. are known as particularly active sites. Oh, you said the 12th and the 14th? Oh. So around the 13th floor. Uh-huh. <laughs> so no, right. Nothing about the 13th floor, though. No. No, so just residual 13th floor juju yes. is being passed around. Yes. All right. Yes. Um, but the elevator is haunted also. So, you know, he's got to get on the elevator to go between the 12th and 14th floor. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that cool? That's Mm. a really pretty building. Oh, yeah. 
It reminds me of the, almost like the New York Times, Times Square, the way they have their buildings. And then my last one is the Mango Hotel. I know that there's a ton more, I'm sure, mm-hmm. in Texas, but I've stayed at the Mango Hotel. Oh, yeah? In San Antonio, because it's right by the convention center. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also right by the Alamo. Um, oh. Teddy Roosevelt has stayed there, and they have a room called the Teddy Roosevelt Room, which is fantastic. I mean, it's got its own, like, huge sitting room and this fabulous bed. You know, I mean, it's really mm-hmm. ornate and all that. But there's an old side and a new side. And I think most of the hauntings happen on the old side. And I've never stayed on that side. I've only stayed on the other side. And when I went over to the other side, the old side to visit, I wasn't by myself. And (laughs) I didn't want to stay there. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not staying here. And the people we visited were staying there by themselves. They had rooms. By themselves. Huh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm taking count. Stuff like They're that. just asking for it. They are. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, the only thing I brought to the table was uh, my personal experience with um, Ripley's Believe It or Not haunted hotels. So they have those Ripley's Believe It or Not. Uh, uh, walk through museum mm-hmm. you see a whole bunch of records and stuff it's pretty interesting like near the beginning they have the, a giant uh the giant tallest man in the world or whatever they just mm-hmm. have like a, a a statue of him or like life size so you can just and, and he has his hand like held down here mm-hmm. and it's like so you can see how how tall you are compared to him yeah i'm pretty short uh, <laughs> so right after that it leads into um, the next building which is this haunted hotel um, and it's a it's a haunted hotel tour and um, it's basically just like uh, a, a, a single like a ma- a point-to-point maze with no dead ends so it's just a, a straight maze that you walk through throughout each of the floors. Mm-hmm. And then they just have different things to that jump out at you. Crazy ambience. Um, crazy things in chairs. So so this is in Ripley's Believe It or Not. Mm-hmm. So it happened somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of history in it, but I, I was too busy being scared. So how old were you when you went through this? I was. It was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> he was today years old. Uh no, this this was um, <laughs> this was, one of these was in Texas and the other one was in South Carolina. So, okay. so it's very similar, but um, I was young for both. I don't remember my age. Okay. Young enough to be scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the second time I wasn't scared the, the entire time except until there was one guy grabbed me from behind and i was just like, oh. I was like yo <laughs> i don't even know you did. yeah right yeah, scare your own kid we, we were about to tussle but um but yeah he grabbed me and i just like jumped i was like ah uh-huh. uh, anyway that's that's it that's my uh that's my horror um hotel haunted motel Haunted hotel story. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of fascinated by that because you know it's in Ripley's Believe It or Not, so it's got to be have some truth to it, right? Yeah. Because the tall man. I mean, mm-hmm. that's weird. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how much in it. Well, they did have stuff like uh, from Texas. They they had um, signs and stuff like there was some Texas torture chamber stuff mm-hmm. um, that they um, they had all these old instruments of torture in that house in uh, like in displays in the house like i said it was like a point-to-point uh-huh. thing but so we walked in in one room and there would be like a board set up uh to to just wall off like a section so you have to walk next to it and then part of the walled off section is just this uh display with glass in front of it and everything mm-hmm. um, showing like uh, a sort of a mannequin stretched out across a table with like, torture devices mm-hmm. Across it. 
Crosby and Nicole are the Witherspoons in this, and I don't ever remember a hard cast. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been in the one in Arlington or Grange Prairie area, and then one in Branson, I think, is where I've been. Let's see. It's called The Haunted Adventure, and there are multiple places. Um, the one I went to, one of the ones I went to was in Myrtle Beach. Okay. And yeah, it's not a haunted hotel, it's a haunted adventure. So, live actors lurking behind every corner of this creepy renovated mansion. Oh. <laughs> and they have one in Gatlinburg, Texas, and one in Grand Prairie, Texas. I think I went to the one in Grand Prairie, too. Must be young, I went to that one fast as a that wax museum. Mm, I, I thought the wax museum was interesting. I think it can be interesting, but it can also be creepy. Mm-hmm. Haven't you ever seen the Twilight Zone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's that? What's that movie with the wax? Uh, what's it called? Waxwork. Is that what it's called? It depends on which one we're talking about, but yes. Oh, uh, it's, probably that one. It's a haunted. It's a haunted movie about um, wax figures. I'm not sure. We heard about the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles. No. Really? Because there is a, a lot that goes on at the Cecil Hotel. Okay, so that might have been on my list because there were some from California, but I skipped over them because I wanted to see if I could find something. Ah. So, tell me about the Cecil Hotel. So, the Cecil Hotel has been around since like 1927 or so. Okay. Um, it's had people stay there like Richard Ramirez, who was the Night Stalker. Yeah. Um, and fairly recently, there was like a really mysterious death. Um, I think there's a documentary on Netflix about it. Mm-hmm. So this woman came to Los Angeles vacation, you know, just to visit. Mm-hmm. And she was staying at the Cecil Hotel. And there's security footage of her. That looks like she's running away from somebody mm-hmm. in the hallway, but you don't see anybody. And she gets into the elevator and she takes really, really nervous and the door opens and she like takes her head out to see if anybody's following her. And she just disappears. And no one knows what happened to her. And then um, weeks later, there's a funny face in the water. Oh! Yeah. And so they end up finding her body in the water tower because they actually have like an Old timey water tower. Yeah. And that's where they found her body. That is horrible. And they could not figure out how she got there. Yeah, they saw her in the elevator. Mm -hmm. And she looked like she was running away from somebody. Mm -hmm. But there was no security footage of anybody chasing her or anything like that. And the police said that she committed suicide. Mm -hmm. But it was still like, how did she get up there? How did she know to get up there? Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so she like drowned herself in the water tower, <laughs> like, um, and then they were saying that she had some kind of like mental breakdown, uh-huh. but people had talked to her just like shortly before she disappeared, like had gone into the, the gift shop bookstore uh-huh. and had a long conversation with the clerk there. And the clerk was like, you were fine. Like, just tell me about, you know, where she was from and. She was buying souvenirs for people back home and did not sound like she was going crazy. Okay, so if you're going to climb a water tower, you're probably going to jump, not drown yourself in the water. Or you'll find a lake or an ocean if you're in California. I mean, well, there's, I don't know. so many options. Yeah. There's an entrance to the water at the top of a water tower. I don't know. That's I don't know how that works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Either. Maybe. Well, this one I think there was, but I mean, she would have had to first of all have known that there was an old timey water tower, mm-hmm. which isn't necessarily something that I think they advertise. <laughs> <laughs> would have had to have gone up onto the roof, found it, climbed up it because it wasn't just like uh-huh. like it was high up. So she had to climb up it, open it. Take off all her clothes and then get into. Did they find her clothes? No. Uh-huh. So, 
Did they look in the elevator shaft? <laughs> did they look on top of the elevator? They probably did not. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they were like, oh, she did this to herself. Get closed. I think they know what happened to her, and they don't want to tell us because it's like the UFOs. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we are just not. But there's been like don't want us to know so many unexplained deaths and suicides and murders, like just in this one hotel. Why did you stay there? Oh, um, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, and they tried to change the name of it because it was the Cecil Hotel, and then they tried to change it to what did they try to change it to? It was something. It was something dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was gonna say it was like. Let me find it. Megan's um, father's name was Cecil. Oh, Middle name is Don. Don. D-O-N. Yes. Mm. In 2011, they tried to change the name of the hotel to Stay on Main. Because it was dumb. It is dumb. And the ghost said, I don't think so. No one's calling it that. The, there's a list of deaths and violence at the CISA Hotel Wikipedia page. Like, it's got its own page just dedicated to all the crap that's happened there. <laughs> wow. But So they said they tried to change their name. What happened? Everybody just knows about it and where it is? So Yeah, I think so, because it doesn't say what happened. I think they tried to, the owners of it tried to renovate it um, right before COVID hit, and then COVID hit, and then that kind of stopped that. But yeah, I don't think anybody's calling it Stay on Main. Well, they probably are, because you go in, and you never come out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so much stuff. Suicides, murders, Things that are classified as just death, but it says fell from building. So, yeah. Giant list. Oh, it's just a... Yeah, Elisa Lamb was... And that was February... February 19th, 2013. So. Is that 2013? Mm Mm-hmm. There might be something to this number yet. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's real. I think people just psyched themselves out. Yes. All of it. A hundred percent. The psyching? Or... Every, yeah. all, all haunted things uh, forever is just people um, being like, oh, what was that noise? What was that? And then just completely overreacting. Uh-huh. So you don't believe in spirits? No, I can't say that. Because then I'll have something in the back of my head being like, mm, okay, then you're just going to get God. <laughs> so, I better, I better say that I believe in something. <laughs> so, the last thing on this list mm-hmm. is from June 13th, 2015. Mm-hmm. A 28-year-old man was found outside the hotel dead. Some conjectured that he committed suicide by jumping from the hotel, although a spokesperson for the county coroner informed the Los Angeles Times that the cause of death had not been determined. If he had jumped or fell, it would we would obvious. know. Yes. <laughs> there would definitely be indications. Yes. It's very suspicious. Mm-hmm. So if there aren't any spirits or ghosts, mm-hmm. What happened? This is one very unlucky place. Well, it's it's hard to chalk it up to anything in particular. I mean, it could just be um, a series of unfortunate events constantly. So you know how there's always like some kind of business in a location that never does well. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if it's a restaurant or a store or whatever. It just never does well. Mm -hmm. And it's always turning over into something else. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's an unlucky 
location? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something to it? Well, I mean, it could be a lot of things. Like, let's say the sign that they put next to the side of the road has them paying attention to the sign and what it means rather than looking behind the sign at the location. So it never gets the spotlight from the road. They don't advertise properly, and so they don't just go in there. Uh, so there's a little shopping strip mall in Bridgeport, mm-hmm. and in the corner there, like so many restaurants have tried to set up shop there, mm-hmm. and it never does well. Yeah. Probably because there's a nail salon right next door. <laughs> <laughs> that could do it. <laughs> Just so you can help Alex out here with this series. Yeah, thank you. I had no other example, so I was making things up. The nail salon does great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that's probably why restaurants don't do well there. Yeah. You know, the chemical smell and it's right next door and you're sharing the same air vents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's not haunted. So the nail salon should just expand. Yeah, they should just take that over. Yeah. Turn into a spa. So I'm thinking of a specific place back home. Mm-hmm. Just one corner spot. Okay, if I notice that it's different businesses, <laughs> and then, and then it goes out of business and it's another business, mm-hmm. people have to notice. Yeah, that it's yeah. there. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a good point. You know, yeah. it's not like it's invisible. Oh yeah. Maybe in some dimension it is. <laughs> well, I mean, the pricing could just lead to people with not not like their businesses aren't going to be very successful so it, it's not too much of a risk to set a business venture forward in a cheap location okay just a, a line of bad ad- adventures with business mm. location 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 <laughs> <laughs> so same thing with the hotel I mean where are you staying? Yes. Location, location. <laughs> okay, if you're going to stay there, stay where you don't have a, a balcony or an outdoor window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And take the stairs, not the elevator. Of course, you know you could fall down the stairs. Yeah. It's just so many things. I mean, it really does depend on the business. We just got rethinking about this because... <laughs> Because let's let's say you start a coffee shop, and it's like, well, that's going to be more successful than starting like a, a paper uh, mill or something like that. I don't know, or maybe like an embroidery shop uh, versus uh, a gym. So, it uh, the business type really does matter. I believe that that's probably true. But it didn't matter what business was there. What, yeah. what businesses were there? I mean, I really think they should have just bulldozed the building. Yeah. Right. And been done <laughs> with it. it. All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There were restaurants and then um, it was a computer tech place. And, oh, wow. you know, it was just a vacuum yeah. store or something. Oh. I, you know, I don't know. Um Stuff like that. Hmm. So it wasn't just like a restaurant next to a nail salon. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. I don't know. Sounds it, haunted to me. Honestly, I don't know. I think there's actually a business there, but you know, I haven't been there for so long. I don't know how. <laughs> Is it a new over. business? Has it yeah. been there for a long time? <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. hmm. All right, so. Other places that you guys know, not YouTube, but our listeners <laughs> know of that are somewhat close that maybe haunted. Yeah, we stayed in a haunted place before. Do we have any sort of like comment section? I I don't know. Um, I, that that would be cool to ask them uh, to make a comment and then so we can read it. On SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Which hosts our podcast. Okay. You can leave comments. Um, you can leave reviews on pretty much every other platform, which we are on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and on Audible and Woo-hoo! Amazon Music. Oh. All of those yeah. things like to leave reviews. Yeah. And so on. So. 
So yeah, we're inviting you now. If you have places to comment and send <laughs> reviews, mm-hmm. let us know. And we're on all the social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, which is where family comments or tweet at us. And I can see somebody's going to say something and we're just going to have to go and it's going to be like a huge group. (laughs) (laughs) And don't be afraid to go really critical. Um, I mean, I'll only cry a little. So. Like, what are you open us up to? No, no. You keep <laughs> dude. You keep those comments to yourself. <laughs> we think we are hysterical. <laughs> All right. Well, you've been listening to the Long Overdue podcast coming from Decatur, Texas, Decatur Public Library. Thanks for listening. Bye.